Facebook likes to recommend me articles that it thinks I might find interesting, pages, groups, posts from groups, videos that it thinks that I might find interesting. Honestly, sometimes I feel like Facebook's trolling me, like they know that I hate conspiracy bullcrap, I hate flat earth nonsense and all that junk, and sometimes it suggests these things to me. And it's like, I almost feel like Facebook is somehow laughing at me suggesting these things. But one article that come up last night as a suggestion was about, uh, it was, I don't know, 12 or so, whatever, uh, different things, factoids that it thought we might find interesting. And the one that it had as like an example on the clickbait image was about how the human race could go on just fine if all men were suddenly gone. Now, I didn't click on this particular one, but I've seen similar things before, and I've seen the specific suggestion that the human race would be able to live on just fine if all men suddenly disappeared. So the question here now is, is this actually true? Now, the ones that I've read in the past seem to focus on one specific thing and a technicality based on that technicality that supposedly the human race will be able to continue on. And the most common one I seem to see them focusing on is that we have sperm banks with massive stockpiles of sperm samples, and that if all of a sudden there's no men in the world, it's just women, that women would be able to use all of our massive stockpiles of sperm samples to continue the human race. Now, while that may technically in and of itself be true, I feel like that scenario has an awful lot more involved in it than just getting a sperm sample to um, keep the, uh, the the human race going. Now, there's an interesting series, I think it was on Netflix, called Why, and that's the letter Y, The Last Man, and from what I gather, it was based on some kind of a graphic novel or something, um, but it dealt with this hypothetical scenario if suddenly something took out all the men in the world and in this particular series if i remember correctly if i understood correctly it was some kind of uh, a genetically engineered disease or something that swept through the uh, world and it only targeted males and wiped out all the males but what was interesting about this series is it dealt with this hypothetical scenario what would happen uh, if suddenly there was no men in the world, only the women survived. Now, I would imagine that there would be a lot of girl power feminists that would find the show laughable uh, in what it presents as like, you know, the chaos, um, the society crumbling, people struggling to get by. I would imagine people, a lot of people would like to imagine that we would get along just fine without men, that women don't need men, but it's not really as simple as that. Now, I would imagine a lot of people, and there's a lot of women in the workforce. If I remember correctly, it was at least half, maybe even more than half now of our workforce is actually women. I think I'd seen at one point a statistic that women had overtaken men uh, as the primary breadwinner. But I'm afraid that a lot of places you go to, a lot of the um, local businesses, you know, restaurants, stores, uh, just down from my house, there's a large factory and I think it's roughly half and half, 50-50 men versus women working there. And when you look at this, like, hey, look, women are doing all the same jobs that men do. Women can do anything that men can do. So if all the men suddenly disappear, this means that everything would still continue on just fine without men. 
but there are certain occupations that are pretty much just men. Using the example of that, that big factory just down the road from my house, um, yeah, the, the general labor force, the people on the lines running the machines and uh, making the product are about 50-50 men and women, but the maintenance that maintains all the stuff that it keeps everything running, now we're talking about the equipment maintenance, the building maintenance, electricians, refrigeration, they're almost entirely men. So now just looking at just that factory, if suddenly all those men were gone, all the people that know how to maintain all the stuff to keep it running would suddenly not be there to maintain it. And I would imagine within 24 hours, the plant would be inoperational. I mean, they can't go through a single solitary business day without people calling for maintenance to this, that, and the other all the time. And it, when you think of all the equipment that they got there, even if most of the equipment is still running, everything works together in a system that this sends stuff to this and that product goes to this. And all it takes is one link in that chain to break down. It doesn't matter if the rest of it's working. Everything comes to a screeching halt because that one piece of equipment that just broke down is a bottleneck that stops everything else from happening. Now, we could probably sit here, spend a solid hour just going over what might hypothetically happen if all the men suddenly died and the world disappeared, whatever your scenario is here. But when I was thinking about it, I was thinking of, I think, a good place we could start with. And I'm probably going to focus on one, I think, really good example of what would actually happen that undermines this notion that, yeah, everybody would be fine if all the men suddenly disappeared. So what I was thinking about, I think an excellent place to start would be our power grid, which is kind of the lifeblood of everything around us. So I was aware that the linemen that maintain our power grid was almost entirely male, but I wanted to not just go with a generalized notion. I wanted to look up some actual figures to support that. So it took me a little bit hunting around to find how those occupations break down by gender. But what I eventually found was a page, and I think it had uh, different figures for each year for the past several years. But the most recent one, which it displays as the current one, had, uh, what was it, 96.7% of all the linemen in the country were men, and 3.7% were women. No, I'm sorry, I just realized I misspoke there. It's 96.3% were men and 3.7% were women. Now, that varied a little bit from year to year. Uh, that was a little bit lower figure. Uh, some of the previous years were maybe more in the ballpark of like 5%. Now, I thought another interesting figure would be how many people are we talking about nationwide? And again, it took me a little bit of hunting around, but what I found was a little over 120,000 total linemen in the entire United States. So now, depending on what year you're looking at, like I said, those figures seem to vary a bit, what percentage, uh, you know, 3.7%, 4%, 4.5%. But you're looking at something in the ballpark of like four to 6,000 female linemen out of 120,000 plus linemen total. So what would happen if all the men in the world just suddenly died? Well, that would mean uh, roughly 96, 97% of all the linemen that keep our power grid up and running would disappear and are no longer maintaining our power grid. And it doesn't take a lot of imagination, you know, uh, storms knock down trees, knock down power lines, 
the equipment doesn't last forever, even if nothing, you know, if the elements don't get to it, they just don't last forever anyways. Uh, in the winter, you got ice storms. I mean, power outages happen all the time. I mean, the sun can knock out our power grid, and it has knocked out the power grid. So all this infrastructure needs a small army of people qualified and able and willing to, uh, and this isn't an uh, easy, safe occupation. It's a dangerous, from my understand, occupation. Uh, but it takes a small army of people to maintain our power grid around the country. So now, if all the men in the world suddenly disappear, now suddenly we've lost pretty much that entire army of people. No longer are we maintaining our power grid. It will not, I wouldn't think, take very long before we start having more and more blackouts and eventually just no power anywhere. So maybe somebody figures, well, it's no big deal. Uh, how hard can it be? We can just have the... Uh, remaining uh, six, five, four, depending on how many's left, a uh, thousand uh, line linemen that are women uh, go around training up um, some new linemen to take over that responsibility. Well, from what I gather, we're not talking about something that's like a you know a one day crash course, and uh, we'll put a high visibility vest on you and a hard hat and send you on your way. So how much training are we talking about that's required to train people up to take over this task of maintaining our power grid? So I looked it up and I found some different sources that were talking about training you can take. And I seen it uh, seems to be a broad range of uh, information I found out there. Now, one page seems to be specifically for training people that want to uh, learn to be a lineman and it was offering a 10-week course to train you to get you ready to uh, start your occupation. Uh, if you're curious into looking this up, it was linemancentral.com, as I recall. But I found some different information from lineworker.com. According to that website, after 6 to 8,000, 6,000 to 8,000 hours, and then in parentheses, uh, three and a half to four years, in an apprenticeship program, you would finally have reached journeyman lineman status. And according to them, it's at that point that you're finally ready to get to work. Now, bear in mind that wording doesn't make that how long it takes for you to become a master. That was all those thousands of hours and years in apprenticeship to finally become a journeyman. So my understanding, based on that wording, even at that point, you're not really ready to go out there as the master uh, you're apprenticing, you're um, working with, under somebody that is a master that knows what they're doing. So based on these figures, this all this data that I ran into and discussed here, uh, sounds like if all the men in the world had suddenly disappeared, died, whatever, and women had to pick up these responsibilities, maintaining our power grid, we would have uh, be grossly un understaffed, um, undermanned uh, to be able to take care of that and you wouldn't be able to just rapidly crank out some people to fill in those roles to take over that it could maybe possibly be years before you'd have anybody that would be competent enough uh, to really halfway know what they're doing to fill uh, those roles that these men suddenly are no longer filling. Now society would not have months or years to wait uh, everything would start to fall apart pretty much right away if all of a sudden we had no power. So what would happen if our entire power grid shut down? How bad would we be? Well, if you look around and just think about the world around you and everything that we do in our day-to-day -day life, 
Pretty much everything in our day-to-day -day life relies in one way or another on the power grid. Now, I don't mean just minor inconveniences like, you know, your power goes out for a couple hours and maybe your, your heater isn't keeping you warm for a little bit or your air conditioner in the summertime isn't keeping you comfortable for a little bit and you're bored because you lost your entertainment. It's a little bit more catastrophic than that. So I'm talking like in the wintertime, your heat never comes back on. And uh, so now how are you going to heat yourself? Uh, or in the summertime, maybe it's 97 degrees out. And maybe all week long, it's a heat wave. And now you have no air conditioning to cool you down. But for a lot of people, that might just be a mild inconvenience. Uh, well, your refrigerator is gone. Now you have no way of refrigerating anything. Now, you know, you lose your power for a little while. You might end up having to throw out everything in the fridge. Well, it's fine. Your power comes back on. You go to the store and resupply your fridge. But in our, in our scenario here, where the power is just never coming back on, your fridge is never an option ever again. So now you can no longer keep uh, perishable goods that need refrigerated. And even if you somehow had a way, maybe your house has solar panels. I don't know. Uh, well, the grocery stores ain't going to be able to keep refrigerated foods. And then warehouses that store, like that plant down the road, we have uh, just down the road a massive warehouse that has refrigerated frozen foods. Um, those are all gone. So the factories that make those frozen foods have no way to keep them frozen, and then there's nothing to supply the stores, and then there's nothing for you to buy to put in your freezer, even if you did have solar power or something to keep your refrigerator running. And most of us don't have solar power. Now, most people would also then lose their ability to cook anything. So unless you're going to start a fire out back or something and heat it over the fire, you have no way of cooking your food. You also, most of us, have lost our ability to heat water for bathing or whatever. Now, you might think, oh, that's okay. I have a gas furnace. I have a gas water heater. And, uh, okay, so the electric shouldn't affect my gas. Well, yeah, it eventually would too because that gas has to come from somewhere. And at some point in that system, there's going to be power involved. And if they don't have any power anymore, then eventually you're not going to have gas either. Well, that's okay. I'll run an electric generator. Okay, cool, but you got to get uh, gasoline. I think they run on gasoline. I don't think they run on kerosene. Uh, either way, uh, you need fuel to run your generator, right? Well, where are you going to get your fuel? Because the gas station down the street uh, don't have power anymore, and they need power to function. So if gas stations don't have power, and the pumps don't work, or, and the registers don't work, so they can't ring you in for the gas that you're getting, uh, then we're not going to be getting gas or kerosene anymore. So now our vehicles ain't going to be driving anymore. Without power, the stores just won't be functioning anyways. And it's not just simply, oh, okay, we lost our frozen food section. I mean, their registers that they ring in uh, with ain't going to be able to work. They're, not, they're going to shut down. They're not going to be able to run without power. Uh, same thing with all your other local stores and your restaurants. There ain't going to be no Wendy's or McDonald's or Pizza Hut. Now, not only are we not going to be able to go to these places to get the stuff that we've just taken for granted every single day, but this also means that most people are going to be out of a job and aren't going to be earning any money to pay for things anyway. So now, if most people don't have any source of income and no way for paying for anything anyways, now we're looking at complete total economic collapse. Even if you got a bunch of money stockpiled, what good is it if there's nowhere to spend it? You know, maybe you got 10, 20 grand back in the bank. What good is it going to be if you can't withdraw that money? We're used to being able to communicate with each other 
um, right at your fingertips everywhere you go. You got your cell phone on you, but not anymore because nothing's going to work anymore. No technology is going to be able to do anything anymore. What about a medical emergency? You know, um, if, if we don't have power to power the hospitals, how are you going to go and get an x-ray if you need one or a CAT scan or a colonoscopy? Um, how well are surgeons going to be performing surgery in the hospital uh, without power to have the lights on? Uh, what about all those, um, you know, heart monitors and all that stuff that they hook up to you whenever you're in the hospital, maybe in critical condition or maybe just to keep an eye on your vitals while we're doing some kind of necessary operation? Without power, everything would quickly fall apart around us. I don't mean physically, but I mean our society would pretty much just collapse. Come to think of it, I don't think I mentioned this, that factories that make the goods that you want to be able to just go out and buy won't be able to run to operate to make the goods anymore. Nobody's going to be making shoes or shirts or pants or whatever everyday items you need to survive. They factories tr take a tremendous amount of power, way more than uh, any number of households ever would. Without power, they can't function, so we're not making anything. So now we're looking at people all over the world being desperate for stuff. Um, what kind of anarchy and chaos are we going to see when people start getting desperate to put food in their kids' bellies or get a shirt on their back? Now, I would imagine there'd be people thinking like, you know what, this whole doomsday scenario sounds really far-fetched. Surely it wouldn't be this bad, this chaotic, if all the men in the world suddenly died somehow. Well, I mean, is it really, is it really that far-fetched? If you want, go back to the beginning of this and just pause it here and there whenever I suggest that this would happen, this would happen, and go through one by one all the things that I've said, and just think about them. Stop and think about them for a minute. Am I lying to you? Am I full of crap? Or am I telling you the truth? So you concede, okay, 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 fine. Life will be difficult. Life will be a real struggle. Uh, life will be full of hardships. But life will scrape by and get on, right? So you say, the original premise here wasn't that life wouldn't be difficult, but that life would be able to continue on without men. All we needed was those massive stockpiles of all that sperm in the sperm banks, and we can use that to continue the species. Well, can we though? How long is all that sperm going to survive at room temperature? I mean, yeah, maybe eventually we'll pick up all the pieces and rebuild society uh, but however many years down the road that might be, is all that sperm going to wait sitting around at room temperature for all those years for you to get your crap together? So, okay, maybe you say, okay, we don't necessarily need all of it to survive. Even if just a fraction of it makes it, we'll be able to use that to carry on. Okay, so fine. Whenever everything starts to descend into chaos and it's a struggle to survive from day to day, not sure where the next meal is going to come from. Am I going to get murdered today because I have something that somebody wants? How many people are going to put a high priority on salvaging and um, somehow keeping safe those sperm samples? If you're not sure if you're going to be able to survive to make it through till tomorrow, how high on your list of priorities is a, a stockpile of semen going to be? If we lose that sperm in the sperm banks, then it doesn't matter if so many months or years down the road, 
we get everything back on its feet and get society going again and life more or less back to normal, the people that are alive in the world at that time will be the final generation.